In a complex world brimming with new ambitions, the best leaders create the best workplaces. This is the Oil & Gas Digital Doers podcast, where you can hear real stories about digital capabilities and a culture of empowerment with your host, Joanne Meyer. Welcome to the Oil & Gas Global Network's Digital Doers podcast. We are part of OGGN, the Oil & Gas Global Network's a community of podcasts, and the OGGN has the largest number of oil and gas podcasts in the world and listeners in every country in the world. So uh, we're glad that you have found all of the right buttons on whatever device you're using to, uh, to join us today. Really appreciate you um, um, taking some time to, to listen to us. Whenever you do that, and on whatever platform you may listen, um, and you can find the Digital Doers podcasts and all of the OGGN podcasts on all of the platforms where you usually get your podcasts. Um, also, uh, I've got to take a minute here and say thank you to our sponsor, HPE. And um, HPE has um, a whole team of dedicated and experienced oil and gas solutions folks. Um, you go to their website, www.hpe.com, um, and you can learn a lot about all of the things they do, in particular, um, their HPE GreenLake platform, and it is what they call their edge-to-cloud platform, and it's going to deliver a, a, an, an excellent cloud experience um, across all of your co-locations, your data centers, and at your edges. So go take a look at that uh, new uh, or relatively new um, service and, and uh, capability that they offer. And then they call it their, um, uh, they're bringing the cloud to you. Um, so with that, I think we're going to jump right in and get started here. Okay, so I've got Nikolai Korniuk. Korniuk. Close enough? Sorry, one more time. Corny Uke. Okay, yes. I'm going to try to get that. Um, and um, Nikolai is with Rigor, and he's got 20 plus. He, he's, at, he's their chief of business development. And Nikolai has 20 plus years working in roles such as business development, marketing, and communication. Um, Nikolai's experience He's, he's worked in industries such as applied research, logistics, and international trade. And at Rigor, Nikolai has an opportunity to uh, really live his passion of customer relationship management and customer success, you know, always focusing and connecting the needs of the clients with the capabilities of the Rigor software as a solution. So welcome, Nikolai. Good job. And so I real quickly we didn't we didn't talk about this but I'm curious say just a word about your applied research experience. Yes, so applied research uh, in this case means that I used to work at a huge research facility out of Victoria, British Columbia and our focus was on the ocean research. 
And it was applied because we had a lot of scientists that are connected to a network, actually subsea, uh, located in several parts of the west coast of British Columbia, where a lot of uh, ocean-related research was being conducted. My part was marketing and communication of the platform and interaction with a lot of scientists all over the place. Uh, a lot of them were from North American, but we also had a European contingent of scientists. And that's where they applied. It was as applied as it gets. So we got to go to sea deploy research equipment at different depths in the ocean and then connecting them through the fiber optic fiber optic network to bring the uh, the relevant data back to the shore where the scientists were analyzing them the data and then uh, making conclusions and writing research papers oh, great excellent so that is um some people will refer to that as the the kind of the last frontier here on earth that we we haven't been able to explore completely a very small percentage i think of the ocean has actually been explored so that's, that's pretty exciting you are correct and the interesting thing there's a yeah. connection to oil and gas because a lot of technologies that we use actually to deploy equipment at larger depth in the ocean or the oil and gas equipment that was quite tested and used in the offshore production so there is always that um collaboration between the science and technology, especially when it comes to the ocean research, as well as oil and gas, because a lot of it, it has to be tested, uh, and then it has to be industry proof and industrial grade equipment if you want to run a quality research as well. So, so that's where also there's a bit of a connection there. Great, great. Well, so listen, um, Nikolai, so now that you've told us a little bit about that pretty exciting uh, part of your experience. Um, I know you're also excited about rigor and I'd like to hear a little bit about what is it that you guys do and, and how is that different from what you think most uh, digital tools that are available do? Good question indeed. And uh, before I go to how we're different uh, from other technology, I just wanted to premise that the digital technology is now pervasive. I use your phone. It's a piece of digital technology, and you can make phone calls uh, as you used to do before, but it's just a little different now. So RIGGER uh, stands for RIG Equipment Rental, and that's how it all started about 10 years ago, more than 10 years ago now. So it's a solution, software solution and a platform that allows oilfield rental and service companies to manage their operational activities, both in the office and in the field. Uh, again, we came about from the industry need uh, 10 years ago when uh, oilfield rental companies had to be able to manage effectively, not through spreadsheets, but through some more advanced software to track equipment and the most important to build for the equipment correctly at the first go. Because the, uh, the, the most challenging part uh, for the service company is just to collect the money for the services that they render. And our platform was designed exactly to help them with that. Great, great. And so, because um, you said it's in the field and in the office, um, say a bit more about the different, the, the, those two sides. So we all have been using computers for quite a while. Uh, and that's, I think, the privilege of the people in the office in the administrative capacity and the financial capacity uh, to have had the software and to be able to input the data and generate some documents, uh, such as invoices or field tickets in many cases. When it comes to the field, uh, this has uh, been a challenge because a lot of the field has been relying on the paper to collect and capture the information about what's been done, 
who people have been working with, how many hours they've spent on some of the jobs. So that information then has to be relayed and uh, communicated through the invoice or reflected on the invoice. So when we talk about the field and what rigor was uh, aspiring to at the very beginning and now has been, has been delivering on is that to digitize the paper in the field. So basically we have a mobile application that is part of the platform that is connecting people on the back end uh, in the office and in the field where the field technicians or the field supervisor can update their field tickets uh, not on paper but on an electronic device that has a touchscreen capability. You can collect and update information about the assets and uh, update the time, about update consumables that have been used in the field and then have it even signed digitally on site if the company man, the known uh, role of a of the counterpart of the oilfield service companies in the field if they are willing to sign it on the digital platform. And with the COVID, we've noticed that more and more companies, EMP companies are inclined now to move their processes from paper into the digital sphere, which is great for the service companies because the sooner they get the ticket signed, which is actually the foundational document for the invoice, the sooner they get paid. And that's what we have been uh, working on to help a lot of service and rental companies. To accomplish okay yeah and that's that's right i mean there's just a i i would think a lot of benefit i you know it it, it seems like for the supplier or the equipment provider certainly it's obvious um the the how important it is you know to be timely uh about getting the paperwork done if you will yes um but i think there's a benefit just from the time I spent uh, my E&P experience uh, when I had uh, service providers, um, also, the sooner they could get to me, the better I could remember what actually went on. And that makes it a lot easier than trying to remember that several days later. Um, and so I think having that digital capability probably benefits both sides. Exactly. And that's, uh, that's what we have been working on with a lot of companies. And uh, it is not an easy path for many uh, because you have to align a lot of things from the company man to the people in the field to have everybody is on the same page. So change management is a big thing for any organization that is embarking on this. But those that are daring uh, to embark on that journey to change and be more efficient, especially now, uh, where everybody's counting on the efficient operations and doing things fast with less uh, or faster with less resources spent on it. I think that's prime time for this kind of technology to be used in more and more. And so tell me, where um, where do you usually see the pull for rigor services? I mean, is it do the the folks in the field there uh, that are actually trying to manage all of this paper in the field are, are they uh, saying you know come and help me or is there a recognition uh, in the administrative side of things in the office either at the IT level or some other level that other level management level um, it, or do they pull for your services where where do you usually have your first conversations Nikolai well this is another good question John so simply because it comes from different directions, and I think it all relates to the daily pains of people. So Monday can be a good day where somebody who's in a dispatch function uh, is all of a sudden, I mean, midday through, has gotten tired of not having the good communication and starting to look up on the Internet a simple search phrase for, to help them organize their rental activities. 
so it can be, you know, the field, uh, not necessarily the field personnel, but usually the admin personnel in the office that are struggling to get the data from the field guys. So those would be the, you know, the, the front line of request for us. A lot of them can be either admin officers or even administrative assistants of the operations managers. In many cases, we also have operations managers that are maybe, um, you know, handling too or juggling too many balls, and they just wanted to make sure that they have a system in place that helps them to do that. So that's uh, that's another group. So our target audience is ops operations. But uh, again, it really varies from the scale of the organization and the number of people that they are running the jobs with. Uh, so sometimes we have uh, CFOs reaching out and, and even business owners as well. It depends on where it pains the most, a uh, certain level of people. So And the best results usually come in when all of these uh, functions, uh, accounting function, operational function, and, and, and management or ownership are all aligned. So that's where we come in and actually explain to them how everyone would benefit. Okay. And so uh, kind of a, let me see if I can get the, the technology right. Oh, it's been a long time. Um, when, do, when you're using your, um, your software, so this is a software, this is not a, a specific piece of hardware, this is a software that can be loaded on an iPad or a phone, is that correct? Yes, that is correct. Or it's a cloud-based yeah. platform yeah. and a software that is accessible on the computer. Uh, or there are several mobile applications that can be deployed for people to work in the field on the mobile device, whether it's an iPhone or an iPad. Okay. And, and so a lot of the um, locations in the oil and gas industry, sometimes they can be remote. Yes and not necessarily in close proximity to great um, cell service or infrastructure to support communication. And so with your um, um, software, um, how does it work? Is it, can you use it if you don't have good service? Because then you, you're like down, you're capturing that data and it's on the device. And then once you get somewhere where you've got you know, Wi-Fi, then it can upload. Is that how it works or? Yes, uh, this is exactly how it works. So we understand that a lot of the jobs are done remotely and there is no connectivity in many cases. And then uh, the platform, our platform allows or our mobile application that is connected to the platform works in the offline mode and then enables people when they are ready to sync up and actually send the data up. So uh, when you uh, download a mobile application, Basically, you control access to the mobile application through your desktop. So if you're a software admin in an organization, you control who can have the mobile access and what role those people may have, because there can be different things that can be done on the mobile device. And then depending on that specific responsibility of the person in the field, you can be a dispatcher in the field or just a field technician. And the information that can be shared uh, between the two uh, can vary from company to company. We can even, uh, we can even customize the accessibility and information permission level for different people on the mobile device. So 
notwithstanding what role you're in. So you download the um, the mobile application, and then part of the database gets synced up on your mobile device, and it goes offline. So as soon as you update your ticket, for example, or create a ticket, then uh, it sits on your mobile device and you sync up with the cloud. So when you're in the internet sort of space zone, you sync, uh, uh, you tap the sync button, and then information gets transferred into the cloud, and then you get notification that so many documents of this type have been uploaded into the cloud. And the dispatcher can receive notification and then goes and logs into the dashboard and actually sees the latest information, including the attachments, including the signatures, including the updated ticket itself. So then they can act very fast on the information that they would have received and then either correct the tickets if they need to, send the tickets for signature if it hasn't been signed for some reason in the field immediately, or they can even process that ticket and actually generate an invoice immediately as well, because all of the information would have been transferred. And the person in the field would not have to travel hundreds of miles uh, to deliver a piece of paper or would not need to actually take a picture of the scribbled on ticket to decipher back to the people in the office. So information would have been transferred way faster and, and smoother. Yeah. Okay. So that's also great because I, as you're probably aware and, uh, you know, it's certainly the case that many times uh, the company man, I'll use that quote, that that, that uh, common uh, reference, um, isn't always just sitting there on site. They may have uh, several locations that they need to, uh, to, uh, 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 to, to actually go to uh, in, a, in, in a day. And so, um, you know, that was always a challenge is, you know, you'd have a, a, your service provider would, you know, come to location and, you know, you wouldn't be there and you'd get a call saying, uh, you know, uh, I, you know, Joanne, you're somebody, you need to go over there to sign the ticket or so having that ability to um, get it to somebody via email or something I would think would be also a, a tremendous help on both sides of that equation. Yeah, just to add to that. When an email with a ticket goes out, if we enable, for companies that are interested, again, if we enable the e-signature capability on a PDF, like what is now a commonplace in our daily lives when you sign a real estate or any other uh, contract right now, so right. you've been sent a PDF with fields to sign or put your initials in. So the same thing can be done uh, with any mobile ticket or an invoice. So you can basically, we can enable on the system to have an e-signature enabled. So when the email goes out with that PDF and the fields to be um, to be filled by the company man, you can even see when they open the document. So with the, you can see when they uh, when they update it, and the IP address of that person is also tracked. So there is a security aspect of uh, the signature that can be enabled in the digital signature process as well. So you really can kind of manage that entire process from uh, maybe uh, getting the request for work all the way through the field ticket to justify what was done day in and day out all the way to generating an invoice? Yes. And the goal is just and to make track it, that work process. Absolutely, yes. And the goal is just to make it as fast for the people, for the service companies as possible. Yeah, great, great, excellent. Um, and so so, so it, I assume then, or, or I don't know, maybe not. Um, is there a lot of integration um, between rigor your software and like other um 
software, other tools that that a company has? Absolutely, and that's the uh, that's the key premise of uh, how you can successfully implement a system in an organization. And again, just going a little bit back to who we help uh, primarily with our system when we set it up. So operations team is at the at the center of who gets the most help out of rigor but operations team actually has both you know field and the office component uh most 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 of them actually can be on the go so they are mobile enabled as well so the other group of people that benefits from rigor is accounting team because quite often we need to make sure that both are aligned uh and then on as far as what's been done and how to and fast and correctly invoice the client so Integration is an important one because uh, when information goes from the operational system like Rigor, it has to go timely into the accounting system for the financial reporting. We can do accounting in our system, but we know that a lot of companies have already set their own ERPs, and it's a very comprehensive and complex system that they would have set up for themselves. So we're not really disrupting that piece, but we'd rather integrating with that. So this this is why Rigor can, for the smaller businesses, we can integrate with QuickBooks just out of the gates. It's very easy. Uh, we can integrate also as easy with Microsoft Business Central. Uh, so that's uh, formerly NAV. Uh, quite often companies want to be able to run their financials right there or NetSuite ERP or any other cloud-based ERP system we can integrate with because we have full control of what we can output out of rigor into the accounting system. And it's it makes the lives of both accounting and operational team easier than just making them a happy family, if you will. Great. Great. I would think that would, uh, that would certainly uh, streamline. Um, and so tell me, Nikolai, is there any particular uh, uh, customer or story that sticks out that that you found particularly successful? In the past five years that I have been helping Rigor to continue to grow, there's been a number of the stories. Um, I mean, uh, and I think there is a theme that we can kind of draw through uh, all the different companies. But the most, um, the interesting story is that when... Um, when we can, when we have clients that come in and then start very small, they just ask about the field ticket, and that's just totally fine. Or rental operations management, and then we start and actually help them to make sure that we take care of the core basic processes. And uh, but at the same time, we know that leadership um, you know, looks for some other additional capabilities and bringing more people onto the platform. So in in one instance, when we've developed uh, and deployed the system for the company, uh, there was a discovery for one company, for example, that they can manage their maintenance activities more effectively and then save costs on uh, their repairs and maintenance of equipment because it's a it's a considerable cost and without tracking a lot of different steps and consumables and especially on the maintenance side of the equipment that you're renting out and relying on to generate the revenue you have to have uh, good processes in place and have a maintenance program and since we are you know asset centric rental and services solution provider as far as the software is concerned so we help the companies if they're willing to and open to to set up additional processes it's not only about the field ticket and rental uh, processes but it's more uh, driving deep into how to you can how you can optimize different processes within the organization that's what we kind of seeing a lot of success and interesting uh, stories from the client because we are not a software per se uh, we treat our clients as partners and we would like our clients to treat 
us as partners uh, because when they come in uh, with the questions to us we always come up with a solution that will be addressing the problem that they have so in some cases company need to uh, have that partner next to them if they want to grow and uh, you cannot really hire as many IT people uh, and then have that part of the strategic team because people may come and go so then you become dependent on that um, side of the business but when we partner with an organization that is willing to actually and has a plan to go and scale and grow we can immensely increase the efficiency in those organizations especially if they're open-minded and are willing on uh and are willing to enhance and optimize their processes and discuss with us the challenges so that's that's who we are in a nutshell okay so that's interesting because you're right i hadn't automatically made that connection but as you say, if you're kind of asset centric, because that's one of the things you help folks do is they're kind of manage their inventory, know where it is. Um, you're right. That probably also can facilitate um, several kind of core processes like maintenance on that equipment. Yes. Right. Um, if you know where it is and how long it's going to be there and when it leaves and goes somewhere else then you're in much better shape to be able to send the maintenance folks to the right place. That is correct. And that's a big one. So, and, and in many cases is managed as well for the paperwork and everybody is a little different. So some people start looking for other systems out there that are not necessarily designed for what they need to. So they're, they try to bend uh, their processes to the existing system. And it is a process. Everybody runs a little different. Uh, this is when we discuss with the guys. So, what are the challenges? We try to peel uh, and deal with one challenge at a time. So we just kind of peel off these layers of complexity and um, looking at how we can enhance the efficiency of different organizational departments and uh, making sure that it's all streamlined. It is a process. And uh, it's like for any organizations and, and organizations change. Even when you start working with a company, so then either new management or new people or new clients of theirs come on board. So that may require for them to readjust how they run things. So the easiest way is just to do to come to us and discuss this new new challenges or new changes that they have. And then we can rejig uh, some of the systems capabilities and make sure that it works for them. So this is where we see the partnerships the most benefiting everybody uh, when, when it comes to having a system in place. Because we're, we're trying to make sure that they have the right and solid backbone on which they can expand and grow so that it would not bend or break at any moment in time. It's got to be solid, but it has to be flexible at the same time. So that's 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 really interesting. And you know, uh, many many years ago, um, when really you know companies, I think, were trying to uh, determine how best to capture value from increased digital capabilities, there was a lot of talk always about the fact that you the process you wanted the process to be the focus, not the digital capability, right? And you didn't want to have a tool and have to figure out how to make that tool work. You really wanted to say, here's what I need to do with my process, how it can be better, and now what tool can help me do that? But it sounds like that's really the approach that you guys take at Ruger. You're totally like, right. If you want to come and ask me how to do uh, field ticketing, um, yeah, I can help you do that. But what you'd rather do is, it sounds like, have the conversation around 
What are your core processes? Absolutely, John. You're right. Are you running into some You're totally right. It's all about the processes and how um, how they're optimal. Are they optimal? Because a lot of processes depend on the number of people in the organization and uh, you know the stability of the organization and then what are they trying to accomplish? And people usually have their own experience in lives, even the management team. So they they sometimes are shy to rely on third-party opinion, or it can be overly expensive if you go to the uh, rather large organization, consulting organizations that can help you to review your processes. You have to be in the hundreds of millions of dollars of revenue, or even more than that in some cases, and still be shy because they're just not maybe as reliable or industry-focused, have a lot of knowledge about that. What we are positioning ourselves as is that we've been in the industry for long enough to analyze the different types of processes. We are willing and, 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 and wanting to hear from how you run things. And then we can discuss with you how we can help you to run it a little bit better because it would be a little bit more objective based on additional information and the experience that we've gained from the industry and seeing how these things done uh, in different places and accounting for the idiosyncrasies of any unique organization, we can account for that and actually modify some of the things to tailor to their specific needs. So this is where we see ourselves as partners and consultants to review the processes, listen, and see how we might be able to help. And the organization and the management has to be open for that because in many cases, people come in and say, I just want this little thing. Sure, let's start a conversation. Excellent. Excellent. I think that sounds great. And it, it sounds like, um, Nikolai, if I'm understanding correctly, you also are, are uh, perfectly happy uh, to work with smaller kind of organizations. It's not the size that matters, Joanne. It's the mental state and the goals of the organization. So sometimes organizations uh, can be small, uh, but new owners come in. Uh, and then they wanted to make a change. That's totally fine. And they have an annual goal, the growth target. We're more than happy to work with the companies. If somebody's trying to cut the cost and just wants to move from a more expensive system they've been using to come to us, we might not be the best fit for this case because we don't know what actually the organizational challenges are. So we can help with that, but maybe not an ideal solution for them. Maybe this, they want to fragment uh, and have multiple different apps to be using by different people. So this is a different stage. But small are but small and ambitious is what actually I would say uh, our target when it comes to the size goes. Great. Well, listen, Nikolai, thank you very much for uh, talking to us. Uh, I, you know what I thought was going to be a conversation uh, primarily around accounting and uh, you know managing some of those uh, uh, payment kind of uh, processes has turned out to be a little broader than that. So I think that's enlightening. And and I kind of think, uh, you know, this sounds like partnerships and processes or something. It's uh, is kind of uh, what you guys, uh, what you guys are, are specialized in. So thank you. Thank you. And indeed, you're correct. Not Notwithstanding, we, we like accounting because it boils down to the bottom line for in every case, we help the accounting part, but there is more to that, right? So our goal is just to again, even to build partners within organization. That's uh, that's a good that's a good conclusion you made. Thank you. Yeah. So um, you don't want to just count the money; you actually want to help them make more money. I think that's a perfect line. That's we're here to help. <laughs> like Thank you. Yes.
Thank you. Well, listen, uh, thank you again for joining us today, uh, Nikolai from, uh, from Rigor. And uh, with that, we're going to wrap up this episode of the Digital Doers podcast. Again, we're part of the Oil and Gas Global Network podcasts. And we do want to say thank you one more time to all of you for listening. And thank you to HPE, our sponsor. And go take a look at hpe.com and, and uh, learn a little bit more about uh, how they can help you. And also, we'll have in the show notes... Um, uh, the link to Rigor, so you can go check out and uh, learn a little more about what what Rigor, how they're how they are helping uh, their partners uh, improve their processes. All right, so with that, we'll say goodbye. Thank Bye-bye. you. Come back next week for another venture into the real world of the best digital doers in the oil and gas industry. A production of the Oil and Gas Global Network. Learn more at OGGN.com.